Yo, no lie, the snozberries taste like snozberries. This is Corey, and this is the Atlanta Podcast. Good afternoon, everybody. It's 420. That's not the reason to blame for all the problems we've had today. <laughs> <laughs> it's quarantine day 30, and we're in year seven Jesus now. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> And this is episode 315 of the Anthem podcast coming to you from the hashtag OTALA studios high above the 110 freeway in downtown Los Angeles, California. Thank you for joining us. Yes. Uh, we wanted to waste no time and get right into the topic of the week um, because marijuana <laughs> it's 420 and that's what we're talking about. <laughs> Got to talk about the barbers because this little thing is getting less cute by the day. Oh, by the way, this is happening now. <laughs> this is happening now. It's getting too long. To I saw do. you playing with the with the hat earlier. Like, I, pretty it's either, soon it's going to be a two hat podcast. It's either going to be a hat or this is all we're going to do. I literally just spent some time trying to get it to comb over, and it was just like, nope, not going to do that anymore. I'm starting to get the little curl on the end. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, back you go. <laughs> And that's what we have now. So if you're wondering, because it's April 20th, uh, half, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so let's uh, let's keep that in mind. Let's all be adults here. Let's, let's all not, be. Let's not tell Facebook. And, uh, <laughs> and just so it's clear, that's not my excuse. <laughs> I just... <laughs> also, uh, rough day, moving day today. Yep. So both very tired, very sore. I just realized that my usual position doesn't allow me to lean back in the chair, and I really wish it did. Uh, this leaning forward thing is going to get old real quick. So, oh well. But, uh, so, of course, as I said kind of in the opening there, we are in day 30, I don't know if you put that together, of the quarantine. Yeah. Uh, we started officially on March the 20th of the lockdown. So here we are, April the 20th, and we're locked down. I knew it was somewhere around... St. Patrick's Day, because I remember we were like kind of locked in before that. Weren't we locked in on St. Patrick's Day? Uh, no. So the city was like in a voluntary situation. Mm -hmm. Um, and my work because like Casey's wasn't open that weekend. The bars and restaurants or, were closed, but it the wasn't weekend before yet. they were. Yes. Yeah, that I we were talking about how many people were out at St. Patrick's Day things like the Saturday before. Yes, but yeah. then actual Saturday or actual St. Pat's, everything bars and restaurants closed. Right, people were still going to work. My office was already doing voluntary work from home, but then nineteenth Thursday, we said, "All right, everybody, go home. Don't I, come back." I had a job on the twentieth, I think, originally, and I, I was. Uh, Pretty much the day I got it, I was like, this is probably going to cancel. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine this actually goes through. So, And it did. No. Yeah. Oh, they didn't? No, it didn't. It didn't go through. Oh, okay. But you didn't it, go through it. Yes. Yeah. It was canceled. Sorry. I thought you were talking about the job, not me. <laughs> the job didn't happen. You'll be canceled years from now when they listen to the episodes of the podcast from early on. <laughs> uh, but no. Uh, so the 19th. Hey, this Trump guy's pretty good. I, on the, the Apprentice. Have you seen it? <laughs> Seems like Thank he's really got his head on straight. Thank God we didn't do a podcast that <laughs> Oh, the things. An oh. apprentice after the show. Uh, to be well, fair, no. it's just so people know I'm joking. I've never fucking seen an episode of The Apprentice. I don't think nor I, do have I either. care. However, I do believe we were both Bush fans in the early 2000s. I mean, I certainly liked Bush more than I liked the alternatives at the time. But. Yes. Uh, and uh, I mean, 04 was Carrie. I'm relatively sure I was very Bushy in 2004. Yeah. But then the whole, uh, you know, Iraq thing became a quagmire. And then um, giggity, giggity. Now I'm a communist. <laughs> um, so anyway, um, so the 19th, they said, we're shutting down. Yeah. If you are essential-ish, you can still go to work tomorrow to shut down your offices for extended period. Right. So I actually went to work on Friday to like 
all right, let's make sure that everything's shut down. Make sure the raccoons were fed and stuff like that. All that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, Lock up all the doors that people just leave open all night long. Um, since I was going to be the last one out. Right. And I was, I believe I said, I'll be going for a half day. Then I'll come home and work. And I think I got back at like 9 PM. So yeah, it didn't work out, but, uh, yes, officially 30 days of quarantine. So if you're asking yourself, how long has it been? Not that long. Um, however, as I continue to point out to people on the uh, Everyman movie review, my grandfather went in D-Day plus three. And, you know, when he tells me that story, I'm always just like, oh, well, I mean, it's not like you were storming Omaha. No, they killed everyone who stormed <laughs> Omaha. So he was the one who was like, all right, guys, now we need to get another half mile. So let's go do that. Um, so not, you know, fantastic, but you know, still dangerous. They're asking us to stay home. It's not that horrible. 30 days into his deployment in Europe. And uh, uh, there's a whole lot of hyperbole going on, too. Yeah. And I, I feel like uh, we can all agree that to varying degrees, our lives have been impacted for, for a sure. neg- in a negative way because of this. For sure. Uh, you, you don't have to be, you know, like have $5 in your checking account hoping that your $1,200 stimulus check drops tomorrow so you could pay bills. Like there's people who are living horrendously awful lives right now yes and luckily uh i'm not one of them like i'm not i'm not hurting at this moment and by luck (laughs) and listen like while we are still fighting fascists they're not actually shooting at us yet so there's that well and i mean like there's there's talk about like how long things you know movies might not start shooting again until september like there's yep. industry analysts who were thinking September is the earliest that we would be able to safely do this again. Oh, they want to make sure it's passed and also that there's going to be a place to show it when we're done. Well, and you know, like testing and stuff like, you know, like I, I, I have to, you know, like a part of my job is like miking up actors. Yep. Like, how is that going to change? Like, obviously I will be doing the same things I've always done. Like wash my hands and make sure I'm clean and not like cough on them and stuff like that. Yeah. But like Corey uh, got that experience from all his work out in the Valley. Uh, <laughs> very, very, very strict on testing. And <laughs> Don't joke. About, <laughs> Don't joke about that. <laughs> just saying at this point, would yeah. you say no? I mean, really? I don't yes, know. Yes, I would say. I don't know how much miking is necessary. You know, it's like, just you, hang it up in the corner. <laughs> what are we? Uh, what do you want me to get here? <laughs> well, because it really like, doesn't matter. I, I don't just know. Boom it. I I'm pretty sure like if you if you are known to do porn, you you can't join like any union or anything. Oh, is like it? That. Yeah, is really I'm pretty true? sure that's the the thing. So that it's clear that was a joke. Yeah, like yeah. I'm, yeah I'm, let's not. Uh, I wasn't degrade. I, no, but I you know it, I I think it, there probably would be a gray area of like I, I heard Ellen show like hired a bunch of like non-union people to come basically wire her house so she could do the show yeah and all the union people who are like varying degrees of not getting paid at the moment are like Upset? why the fuck couldn't you just ask the union sound guy who works for you to come wire up your house and then yeah. pay him a day rate to do this uh while you're like dark in the studio and stuff like that and well, but you know then maybe they're getting paid well, nobody really knows, and I mean, yeah. but I mean, like that's the that's the problem. Like, it, you know, and uh, lots of, again, this goes into the varying degrees of people have problems. Like, uh, clearly, everybody wants to get out and get back to normal life as much as we possibly can. But I'm not uh, me. I'd rather just work from home forever. <laughs> I now I've come to you, come used to it. It's very nice. I like working from home. Pants, I like to make it optional forever. That would be fantastic if I could just you know live Corey's life and wear jersey shorts every day. I'd be really happy. So. <laughs> Listen, I sweat. I uh, stepped up to sweat shorts now. So, oh wow! Still the breathability of the regular short, but the comfort of the sweat shorts. Well, I don't want to say step up though, because you were wearing joggers a few weeks ago. I don't know if that's not degrading or stepping up. Uh, 
I think joggers are uh, acceptable out in normal public. <laughs> sweatpants can be questionable because, like, there's some yeah, sweatpants yeah. that are like a little bit like stylish. Yeah, sure. More yeah. stylish, I guess. And the joggers are the stylish sweatpants. I mean, like, right? I guess yeah. if you ask, like, you know, Donatella Versace, she would say there was never an appropriate time for sweatpants. But yeah. like, you, you know, know live your live your goddamn life. If you like sweatpants, just wear them. I don't we uh, we did some moving today. I wish I had pants <laughs> that were not sweat uh, regular jeans on. Yeah. That would be fantastic. I got a hole in the bottom of them, and still I wasn't getting enough air. But so like, uh, I never say like I'm gonna go work out in my suit. Like, right. No. Also, by the way, um, gonna run the treadmill in my. <laughs> People have, it, suit. people have it a lot worse than us, and I don't want to say that they don't. However, Corey and I moved today with masks, which was a little bit like, uh, I don't know, if we had to move me up into a cabin in Timbuktu or <laughs> up Everest somewhere. I just, said, I kept saying this feels like Denver. It, like terribleness. Where, where like you're walking up like a slight hill, and you're just like, oh, I, I walk these hills all the time. This is no problem. And then you get to the top of it, and you're like, oh. <gasps> Like you can't breathe because the air is thinner. That? People say that. But then when we were in Denver, I was feeling that. Like yeah. we just being able to be like, hey, let's walk up the kind of couple of little staircases to get to the elevator in the hotel and just be like, oh, I'm a little winded. Like, right. Yeah. No. It's, uh, it's like walking up like double the amount of stairs you figured you'd have to walk up. Yes. Like, because the effort's not there. You're just like, oh, I'm going to jog up these stairs. Yeah. That was not a good decision. Anyway, anyway, yes. Anyway, uh, so 30 days of quarantine. Here we are, still doing the show. And uh, the protests have started. Oh, so, wait, what? You yeah. mean protests like pay our essential workers more? Oh, no, not those. Well, I've, wait, wait. Uh, I feel like that's the number one thing, right? Clearly, I mean, I would, I would be more inclined to give people like hazard pay yeah. for what they're doing right now. And some, you know what? Some companies are. I, I, I have to uh, commend some people who are, who are definitely paying. I know a lot of grocery stores, a lot of the national grocery stores have been paying their employees like probably not Amazon. No, but (laughs) again, you know, we're going to have to pick and choose our fights right now. Like, you know, generally speaking, I would be against the capitalist monolith that Mm -hmm. is like Mm -hmm. Amazon or Walmart or some sort of thing like this. And I try and persuade you to just go someplace local that you can go get your whatever right now. Beggars can't be choosers, though, right now. Right now, if you just need something, just go to Amazon. I I, I don't. I And if you do have to go to amazon please click our link on the website to go to amazon and then oh yeah we should really push that more uh by the way you can find us oh the at oh the anthem on our decision networks and uh oh the anthem.com but yeah there's a link on oh the anthem.com click through it to go to amazon anything you want to buy it costs you nothing extra and you click through the link and we get a little something a little taste if you will yeah what uh, if beak? you're gonna do that by the way, we can get a Walmart tab too. I feel like we should do that. Yeah, why not? Yeah, we should we should look into that. Uh, anyway, but yeah. yeah. Uh, do you want to be a- like Corey and Rob in the fall of 2003, driving along the Hempstead Turnpike, listening to Kenny Chesney's "I Think This Tractor Is Sexy"? <laughs> Pretty sure you can get it at Walmart. Click our link. That is a true story. That is a true <laughs> story. Oh, that country. Oh, Long face. Island wasn't ready for us. That was a. Uh, it was a weird phase when I was listening to Nirvana <laughs> mixed in with country music. Uh, yeah, yeah. I anyway. felt like it was like a. I'm not gonna let the shore go away from me. Maybe that was it. Yes. Yeah. By the way, shortly after I did everything I could to kill my Maryland accent, <laughs> so that no one would know I was from Maryland, uh, until the very first thing people asked was like, "What's your favorite baseball team?" And I stood up like a dumbass and said <laughs> that Baltimore Orioles. And then I met this guy, and you know. 18 years later, here we are. By the way, we did that math too. This uh, September, October, August. 
This August, we will have known each other more time in our lives than we did not know each other. I feel like it's earlier, though. I feel like that's not correct math. We'll have to figure it out later. Maybe we should do the actual math. Yeah. Because I was 18 years. Because it could be today. I mean, like. No, no, no. Because I was 18 years and six months when I went to Hofstra. Okay. Literally, my my sister is 18 months younger than me. Mm. So her birthday is six months and five days from mine. So we went August 15th, 2002. I was 18 years and six months and five days old. So we met that day. Okay. That means I need to be, oh no, we have another, I have to be 37 on my 37th birthday. 37th and 10 days. days. I will have no. So January 20th, 2021. Yes. Is the, is the point. Yes. Well, let's see if that happens. Well, I guess (laughs) let's see. (laughs) We both have to survive COVID and, uh, (laughs) we haven't killed each other yet. No, not yet. And you know, now I got the, I got the separate place. So hopefully it'll, uh, Avoid. Well, I've avoid. always, I've always just felt like this was just going to be like a twenty-seven year friendship that just ended over like a fucking Uno game or some <laughs> shit. Like, it's like, why don't you talk to Robin anymore? It's just like, yo, that motherfucker. I called Uno and he didn't pick up the motherfucking card. He said like, I didn't get to it yet, and I'm like, there's a full thirty seconds that passed yeah. between the girls, and then that was it. The we girls never always ask why we don't like to play Loteria, <laughs> why we don't do Uno because we're avoiding just this situation. Why do you guys just deep sit- with the deep within Rob and I? Something that we try and like wall off from the rest of the people in the world is this competitive oh, fire yeah. that is is uncompromised. Me and him have played basketball games where we're the only people in the gym, and thank God because yeah. the shit that we said to each other. <laughs> To fucking get into one another's heads. Yes. Yeah. Was, it, it's, it, it would be, if somebody recorded it and played it in court, you'd say guilty to whatever. Just yes. to get away from like having to publicly acknowledge this part of you. And also, by the you way. You're like Michael Jordan from the Michael Jordan doc, like all the fucking time. <laughs> the, uh, the final count of all of those games really showed all the trash talk <laughs> and how the impact. <laughs> who, it really, who it really favored. <laughs> I'll show you. Front three. <laughs> See, but you know what? I would like to say uh, I was playing. I was playing the three ball game way before anybody else was. I mean, like now, if you watch the NBA, the number of threes they take in a game, yeah, like, they're totally stealing the style. That while I didn't do well, like I'm kind of like the buck of of uh, pickup basketball. Mm. Like I was never good enough to be a player in the big leagues. I, w- I didn't have the talent, but I'm really good at figuring out the things before other people do. Okay. So I, you know, like maybe Steve Kerr was just at Hofstra one day and he walked by and he's like, God, that fat kid shooting up a whole bunch of threes certainly has given me a lot to think about, about how strategy can be done in this game. I wonder <laughs> if I scream, if I ever get the opportunity to put a bunch of three point shooting maestros out there, then I could really change the game of basketball. Now, now, <laughs> I have to remember this, Steve. Take a note. They have to scream, "Make it rain!" every time they take a shot. And I don't know whether or not the the oversized jersey is helping or hurting the matter, but the jersey got caught on your knees when you were trying to run around yeah, the court. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll try. yeah. Maybe because that was the style back then—the jersey that went down a little bit past your knee. Because you know when you're a pro player and you're six foot nine, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, you got the actual jersey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Corey wearing the actual NBA well, you're jersey. Just a fat kid from Baltimore. It just doesn't make it's as basically much sense. a moo moo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> By the way, that's one of the comments. Uh, you know, totally off topic and not something that we had put on our list, but we are watching the Michael Jordan doc, and one of my things I've noticed is like suits have improved a lot since the nineties. <laughs> yeah. Just. 
you know, Michael is the best dressed guy out there, but he's wearing one a suit jacket that's two sizes too big. I've realized over the years, looking at pictures of me when I was younger and stuff like that, that some fashions are just timeless and forever. And like there was a picture of me in a jean jacket with a black T-shirt underneath of it for like a school picture. So Mm -hmm. I'm like eight or something like that. And like nothing can be done about the face. Like that's just a disaster (laughs) from go. But the jean jacket, the black T-shirt, like I could wear that today and it's no big deal. Like it looks normal, you know, but like if you're trying to keep the style with the big ass suits, like the ones that look like. You know, like MC Hammer pants turned into a suit. Yes. Like, the, it, it's like bad times. Like, I, we're way better off now with, like, things that are tailored, you know? I feel like uh, what you've just expressed is something that Christine Taylor said many years ago. There's nothing we can do about the face. We can make him a nice guy, though. <laughs> <laughs> we got to make sure. Bill, look at me. We have to make him a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> We've lost Rob. We were worried about losing me. We lost oh, Rob. God. Uh, Because I say it and it's funny Maybe it should be April 20th every time we do a podcast I say it This is the problem People at home don't know Because I can't do it I cannot do a Chris impression But in my head I can put that in her voice I just I mean I can't reproduce Me hearing her say it But I can do it in her voice in my head Christine Taylor? No Chris Baker Oh Yeah (laughs) Christine Taylor Chris I, Baker. I thought you said Christine Taylor before. That's oh, why I was sorry. Like, no, Chris Baker. Oh, okay. Christine Baker. Christine, you hear, right? my, hear my mom's voice in your head? Yes. Now, I can't reproduce it. Right. But I can then... What happened was I said that, and then I heard her say it inside yeah. my head, and that just made me lose it. I couldn't... Yeah. I can't... Uh, just like, uh, you know, you... You do an impression of uh, Brendan, which yeah. is super funny, but the problem is then I can play it in Bre- Brendan's voice, and the problem... Really is. I don't know for sure if it's in Brendan's voice or if it's me doing it's a my slightly yeah. different impression of yours, right? Of his voice in my head because I've heard the impression far more than I've heard his actual voice. Well, you know, it, mm. it's so often like I, I watch. Uh, I've been watching some cop shows here recently, mm-hmm. and like every once in a while, they have the 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 old uh, cliche of the person hearing the voice on the phone. Yeah, yeah like yeah. going like. Wait a minute. That's my husband on the phone. Like, and they're just like, he was the murderer. He was at the scene of the crime, you know. And they're like figuring that out right there. I was just like, I've listened to Rob's voice for hundreds of episodes, and way more, like, just beyond this podcast. Like, I've yeah. heard, but like, it's been piped into my ears for like years know, three, and years. Yeah, three hundred plus episodes. And I don't know if I would be able to like instantly recall Rob's voice if it was played for me on like some recording because like I, I feel like there's almost like a part of like the police probably bring you in the room they listen to a forty minute recording you're like I I, can't, I don't know I can't say it for sure and all of a sudden the voice is like guillotines I'm like that's oh, him. Yeah, man that's, that's Rob him. that's it <laughs> you know what now that I heard him say it I feel dumb that I didn't pick it up beforehand but <laughs> known the guy for almost half my life now. I, Eh, you know, it's a, he's got, here's the problem. I, again, I spent a summer before college killing any recognizable accent in my voice. I just sound like everybody. Mm -hmm. So that's right. The Connecticut, Nebraska accent, everybody. (laughs) That's uh, welcome. Anyway, Anyway, protests, protests. That's where we were going. We were going to get right into it because we we wanted to like feed onto the thing and then we get on 20 minutes of bullshit. And then go ahead. Wait, I'm going to, I'm going to put you, I'm going to shut up because I feel like I'm feeding I'm feeding your uh, distractibility. Distractibility. Okay. So I'm gonna put you on protest. Go. So 
this past weekend, uh, for anyone who doesn't know, there were various protests of uh, varied size at you know a bunch of states across the country. Uh, there was a couple in California here. There was one in Seattle. There was one in Annapolis. Annapolis. There was one in Michigan. Like they're just uh, uh, those are the more notable ones, I think. Um, and uh, it's people who want to end the shutdown and just get back to business and sort of like open up America just like it was again on Monday. So I just have to step like, in. I yeah. have to interrupt because they don't want to end the shutdown. What they are saying is you don't have the right to tell me to stay in my house. Right. Well, if that's I part of it too. I endanger my own life, I'm an American. I have the right to do that. Let's put it this way. If I'd the, like to keep the, a wild tiger in my backyard, which by the way, Mr. Baker, 2000 bucks. That's all it takes. The audience <laughs> the audience for this uh the 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 people who showed up to these protests are not all one the same. This is like saying the way to cure homelessness is to get mental health training out there. It's not all mental, you know, like there's drugs, there's mental health, there's, you know, people who don't feel like they belong. There's, you know, like there, there's a lot of different things. It's, there, there's a lot of people in these protests, too. There's a lot of like uh, people who are really serious about, you know, like the, the right of the government to step in and interfere with your life to your your the life you lead. You know, like they're not supposed to interfere with your day to day activities like I, this. I do believe, though, that the the brothers, I think they're brothers, mm. at least two of those guys are brothers that are getting everyone riled up about this. Yeah. Their position is don't tell me what to do. Yes, they're really but, incels. So, I mean, that's what but it comes here's the to. problem is that like everyone who it seems like the overwhelming majority to me of the people who are sort of starting these protests and starting these Facebook groups, which are like rallying up these protests and stuff are in it for deceptive reasons. You know, like the, those brothers who, who run some gun group that's to the right of the NRA, like, you know, they're in it so that you join their organization after, because more than likely if you're willing to like go to the state Capitol and like honk your horn for government like you know the government telling you what to do you're probably an nra member and you're probably more interested in this like extreme group that's not gonna like deal with school shooting <laughs> like well and i do nothing I do, should change when there's a school shooting we should get more guns like i enjoy that uh by the way yes or nancy or betsy devos's like relations who are like pumping huge amounts of money into protests so that people will go back to work sooner and they won't have to have any liabilities from the business end of it to if you show up at a job and you get coronavirus, then that's your fault because somebody else would have taken that job. And yeah, sorry. Like how Yeah, <laughs> you have to be desperate enough to take any job because you can't afford to not be. And you get sick and die because of that because you probably don't have health insurance either. And well, that's your fault. You yeah. should have gotten health insurance. I don't. But two things I love about that group. Number one, uh, or you had it with your job and you lost it when the coronavirus hit. And now you can't get health insurance. And- that sounds like a personal problem. Where are your bootstraps, Corey? Pull yourself up by him. Uh, two things I love about that though. The group. If you guys didn't know this, there are people to the right of the NRA yeah. when it comes to guns. Like there are real crazies out there. And second, I love the way that you put it when we were discussing before. Like, if you wanted details about this protest, there was only one place you could get them. At the website for these guys. Like, they were just like, hey, we'd love you to come out and join our protest. And you're like, oh, get out of my house and protest. That sounds fun. Oh, yeah, let me join your crazy fringe gun group. But now, you're in. I mean, we were also talking about how, like, you know, it's not... these protests had had people for sure, but not like overwhelming people. It's 
A thousand people, I think I heard, was the most at any particular. That's a lot of people. I mean, it's it's a lot of people, but it's not, you know, the millions of people who were at like a women's march or something like that. Or, um, you know, people who it's not more people than show up for any other type of protest of, you know, a particular political merit. You I'm know? pretty sure we could get a thousand people to show up if we just fired people up enough. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and I mean, like, really, it's it doesn't take that much to stir the pot right now because everyone's right. stuck in their house with all the same people that they've been stuck in with a month, and things are getting tense. Like, I it, wait, wait, are you I don't know. Me how... some kind of secret message here? No, Corey? no, no. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> every, I, I, we, we had a casual conversation about it, like how how much we just miss having an hour to ourselves. Like, yeah. Yeah. not that we do anything devious with our hour to ourselves, but just an hour to like, <laughs> you know, like not have to worry about being under the watch of somebody else or something like, you know? Well, I mean, I mean, I, my point was just that, you know, Corey gets a, a bit of free time usually yeah. where it's like, even if everybody was home, he would go out for lunch, mm. but you can't do that now. Now you're at best going to pick it up and bring it back here. So you don't right. even get the time to like eat and be out. Um, or, you know, casually stop in some place along, you know, like, yeah, Hey, I'm, I'm right here walk. by Burlington. I might as well stop in and see what's going on. Yeah. Corey loves Burlington, like Michael Scott level loves Burlington. <laughs> um, but and then that impacts everybody else, right? Because then people around here would be like, "Oh, I know Corey's going out for lunch for an hour, hour and a half. I got an hour and a half to myself. Great." No, he, you got twenty minutes. While well, it he fucks runs with your headspace too, because yeah. like you know, like I'm used to having less people around me, so I feel like now when I when I feel like I need to really sit down and write, which is becoming harder because there's just too much going on in the house at any given point in time. have you written that much since we've been in quarantine i mean you 20 more than 20 ish so yeah. pages i mean like it, it it doesn't feel like a lot but at the same time it feels like i'm writing every opportunity i get and it's it's just like i don't get how i'm home and i'm i'm having less time and i don't think that's it's that it. i have that's less exactly. time it's just that like i feel like i have to uh I was uh, so I had a uh, on time hop like ten years ago. I quit smoking, and Ooh. I had I had wait wait it, did it stick? <laughs> <laughs> no, it didn't. Unfortunately, it didn't. Um, uh, but like you know, I was posting it on Facebook, and I was just like, I quit. You know, everyone knows. Like, and there's like a part of like you don't want to like fail. So it, like you don't want to do it publicly. Yeah. So I think about it now. Like if I quit, I might just tell a couple people. Yeah. Just so, like, I, I'm accountable to somebody, but not, like, everyone at the same of the world, because when I'm smoking a week later, because I couldn't deal with it. You want someone to give you shit, but not right. everyone like, to give you yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> also, you want... I want the you people wanted... who understand me and why I might have given up on that. To, and, like, it just feels weird to, like, come out here and just be like, so everybody knows I'm writing in here. So yeah. please don't come in here or disturb me or li watch TV loudly or do anything that might make me... Then, you go in there and you're like, excuse, all right, right. Mm, I got to write. Come on. They know any I'm writing. excuse to walk away is yeah. going to be taken. Uh, like, it's yeah. already hard enough when you're writing to find a reason to just stay there in front of the computer. Because if I can stay there in front of the computer and I just start typing anything, eventually, like, I'll find myself into some sort of rhythm. Yeah. But then, like, uh, uh, you know, you work for a certain amount of time and then they tell you or, like, you, your brain says to yourself, like, you know, you should get a water. Like, yeah, <laughs> just the water's not going to do anything. Like, you know, you're just up. <laughs> Get yeah. water, come right back. You're just right back in the groove. And I'm just like, yeah, and you know what? I'm thirsty. So you go in, you get a water, you come back, and you're like, oh, you know what? Email. And then 15 minutes later, you're on <laughs> Facebook. And then 20 minutes later, you've watched YouTube 
things about like how they built the Las Vegas Strip, and you're just like, this is really interesting. I should get some popcorn. And then <laughs> two hours later, you haven't written. And <laughs> well, and I was gonna say I had the opposite problem because I don't need it to be quiet. But what I found is writing was my when I don't have a, I I it's my my <sighs> refuge from everything else. Yeah. And we could all be loud. You guys could be loud. I could be having conversations with you. We are watching a movie and I'm writing too, but it's because I got home from work. I got home from being somewhere else. Yeah. It's like, all right, I'm home. Let's write now. I'm always here. So it's, I'm writing, but I'm also not. And then again, same deal where it's like, you know what? I wonder what I want to use that word. And an hour later, I'm like watching fucking something on YouTube. And you're just like, all right, well, this wouldn't happen because I wouldn't let it happen if I was sitting here. I would go look up the word, come back, and write. But now it's it happens. So I it happened to me the other day. So this is a real one. Uh, I was <laughs> writing and I wrote uh, what was it? Glide. Glide. Uh, it was glide. No, it was uh, past. Glide, glide past. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So I I had, I was writing. I was right in the middle of writing. I had this whole little like prose written up. And I got to the end of it, and I hit the period, and I looked at it, and I'm just like, I use the word past, but I don't know if it's P-A-S-S-E-D or if it's P-A-S-T. And I'm like doing this thing like, this feels like one of those ones where it's P-A-S-T, even though it doesn't make sense, because you think of past with the T to refer to time, yeah. as opposed to past, like a past ball in baseball or something like that. Which is a past ball, P-A-S-S-E-D. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I asked Rob. Like I, I stopped writing at that moment. I broke away free from the keyboard. And that's I didn't push wrong. forward. I yeah. just stopped. I, I pushed away. And then I said to Rob, which one is it? Is it past or past? And he agreed with me. And I was like, okay, I feel better about where I am. But I still feel like I need somebody who... Yeah. I want to hear someone disagree with me and uh, like hear it and or at least get somebody who like I, I'm more sure of, you know, someone. I mean, and then somebody chimes in and says, no, 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 it's definitely yeah. SSED. And you're like, OK, you're dumb. So I know that's the wrong one. I'm going to call my mom. <laughs> she oh, she knows she. Well, and my advice always is if there's a question, As the English teacher, she's she's she the one. Know. Yeah. Yeah. But my my point is always if I hit that point, I pick a different word because. If I'm confused, someone else is going to get confused. Either, even if it's right, they're going to be like, no, no, no. It's definitely the other yeah, one. Yeah, but I mean, like, it, it's... At this point, the biggest problem is the fact that I was sitting down to write, and I stopped writing and because I off. got into this, like, yep. head spin. And, like, you know, some of that's, like, ADHD, and some of that's, like, various other things, but, like... And I think probably, like, an hour later, you were talking to your mom about other stuff. Oh, you, well, you I mean, asked like me a, a geography question at you, some you point. Get on, you, get on the, you get on the phone with your mom, and then all of a sudden, like, you know... It, we're not writing anymore. Yeah. It's, it's like, oh, that was an hour ago that I was trying... Yeah. My mom uh, asked, do you have a geography question for her? She'd like a geography question. I'm like, wait, how did you get on to this? Uh, well, you know, just talking to my mom, so... <laughs> but, protest. Yes. <laughs> Go oh, ahead, that's Corey. right. That's where... <laughs> Back to this shit. No. Um... I just wish, uh, so everybody understand that it is super easy to make a Facebook ad that shows up on your page that says, we're tired of Whitmer, Governor Whitner in, in Michigan, uh, telling us what we can and cannot do, even though Michigan is one of the states that's getting hit hardest with this, and let's all go down to the state house and let's observe none of the rules of order yeah like almost as like a badge of honor like we're not gonna wear masks we're not gonna keep any distance we're gonna touch things like we're gonna cough if we need to like statistically there's someone in the crowd who has it 
or as a carrier of it, you know, just. I mean, and the fact that the number of. I feel like there was a little bit too much sensationalizing that was going on ahead of time, but I almost think it was the type of sensationalizing that people do when they know that people are, there's going to be a certain number of people who are not going to play along. So if we can get other people to be a little bit more cautious, then maybe we're making up for the ground. Yeah. If, if under normal circumstances, uh, if everyone just stayed home, and didn't go to work, and it was just like shut down for two weeks. Mm-hmm. We could have not, we could have probably been through this in some sort of way. Oh no, hundred percent. Yeah. If the government said, "Hey, literally, we are going to pay you all to stay home for two weeks." Yeah. Everyone, go to the store, get what you need for two weeks. Oh, we don't have money. Great. They're not taking money anyway. You can go get, you know, two hams and two steaks, and yeah. everybody go get two of everything, just like it's <laughs> Noah's Ark. Go on home. Two weeks in. Everything you're done. Yeah, and if we, you're sick at the end here. of the two weeks, then you stay in, you and stay everyone in. else can go back to their lives. And also, by the way, if you're sick, and eh, everybody in your house stays home too. But I mean, like it, we we can. So the day the the shutdown order happened, because mm-hmm. I can see the freeway. Yep. So it's we saw the normal traffic the day before. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it was a little bit less, but it was somewhat the normal traffic. Some people had started working from home, right? Not not noticeably. There so. was still a rush hour. Yes. Uh. Then the day the order came, it was like, it was a Sunday afternoon. Like everyone was just sailing through. Yep. It was six o'clock on like a Tuesday afternoon where it would normally just be gridlock out there and people are driving at 60, just sailing by. Yeah. Uh, so clearly there were people who were staying home, but there's, there was never a, a lull in the traffic. No, even so, at 4 a.m. We're getting yeah. long pauses, but not like an hour. And I get car. that, you know, there's people who are working at hospitals and there's people who are working at restaurants and there's people who are delivering food and there's people who are, you know, like doing important things. Like, they're, yeah. they're, I'm sure everyone has a reason to be out, but I feel like there were still people who are just like, I'm going crazy in my house. I'm just going to get in my car and drive for no reason. Like, I'm going to go up the 405 to the 101, take the 101 to the to the 110, 110 yeah. to the 10. I'm basically 10 just going to loop around the valley Big and come back. Yeah. yeah. And just to get out of the house. And like, you know, I don't really care that much if you do that. You're like, in your car, right? You're not yeah. impacting anybody. Just don't stop at Starbucks and cough on everybody's coffee and then Right. But I mean like I, I feel like everyone's getting the cabin fever and everyone wants to like 30 days. <laughs> end it, but like I every, all these people who just went out just extended it for everyone. And by the way, word like, of advice, if a guy who just worked a 12-hour shift as a nurse gets out of bed to come stand in front of your car, you're on the wrong side of yeah. the argument. I mean, like, I, so it, it all seems to start from Trump doesn't want people to think that he's responsible for the economy not being open right away. Now, here's a question. Because he, like, he, it seems like every once in a while he takes these positions just so people know where he stands. Like, do you uh, he blame has nothing Biden? to impact it, but he's just going to say, I disagree with this. Do you blame Biden and the Democrats because they're running stuff about how this is his fault and the economy shutdown is his fault? They're politicized. I mean, listen, it couldn't be worse. If it wasn't an election I mean, year, this wouldn't be as big a deal. But they're running ads that are saying the economy is his fault. And now he feels like he needs to respond. He he set the rule. So for me, personally, he when he whenever the stock market would go up, he'd take credit for it. Like he did that. Yeah. Uh, if there was a slight dip, he'd be like, oh, don't worry. It's going to rally big tomorrow. And. You know, like even in days where it went down and people were looking for him to take blame for it, he would deflect. There's no blame. Yeah. I mean, it's never no. There's never blame now. So I, I just don't. 
I, I, I don't understand. Like why? <laughs> so what you're saying is it doesn't matter. He would be doing this anyway. He's just the the worst possible person to have in this position oh, ever. 100%. And I mean, like the 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 problem is that the Democrats up at the highest ranks have awful people too. Yeah, like Nancy Pelosi, if she was president, like God, please don't. But I'm saying, like, if she was for whatever re- reason president, I'd imagine that she'd be able to at least do as well as a governor was mm-hmm. in terms of trying to figure out a basic structure for how this works, or get so, out of the way. If nothing yeah, else, I, get out of the way. Or just say, like, hey, Fauci's here; he's going to handle it. Like, I'm giving him power. He's now the czar of COVID. Yeah. He can do whatever he wants. He has ultimate authority when it comes to COVID. Yeah, Go for it, Fauci. I'm, I'm just going to let him roll with it, and he's going to tell me what he's doing, and I'm going to help. Do whatever yeah. I can to make it happen. But like, that's the narcissist. I need credit for it. So I'll stand here. But if it's something here, that he can't take credit for, right, he's going to be like, listen, this wasn't me. Yeah. Like, yeah. But like uh, every step along the way, he did wrong. They said that if the government shut down two weeks earlier than they had uh, everywhere around the country. And this is very fuzzy math. Oh, sure. But and, I mean, no, yeah. and no math regarding this is ever going to be perfect. But they were saying that roughly 90% of the deaths could have been curtailed. If yep. uh, if people had stayed in two weeks earlier. And listen, it's and fuzzy math because there are governors in the South saying, I didn't even hear that. I didn't even hear that it could be spread with uh, asymptomatic yeah, people. Yeah, like Kemp. Yeah. And I mean, the, yeah, yes. Even if we shut down two weeks earlier and then you have Georgia being like, no, we're not shutting down. Why would we shut well, down? Well, you know, maybe some of those people were in Georgia. If Georgia had just shut down two weeks earlier than they did, I imagine there would be a substantial difference in the amount of deaths. But do you think that Kemp's listening to Trump or is Kemp listening to Kemp? Because he's, again, a sociopath, a narcissistic sociopath. I, he only he disenfranchised there's, there's 400,000 people to win. There's an a certain number of Trump governors yes. where they're just following what Trump is okay. saying. Right. And I think that they are doing the math in their head that like. It, so of Florida Republicans, what percentage of them do you think are Trump Republicans? Oh. Um, nearly a hundred percent. I wouldn't even say it was that high. I would, I would even go further to 50, 50. You think there's a lot of, there's a lot of stodgy 80 year old, like, okay. you know, I was a New George HW Bush Republican yeah. when I was a banker. At, I'm a New Hampshire Republican. Right. I was an old school Republican. Now I moved down here and retired. Right. And right. I don't really get involved that much. And I don't like, I don't like Trump's bullshit, but I think that people are a little hard on him. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, like, the people who are who are we supported Nixon up until he proved he did something <laughs> bad, and now I don't support Nixon anymore. <laughs> I haven't seen the smoking gun yet. I've just seen several smoking bazookas, but none of them I <laughs> I, I categorize as a gun. So. They were all pointed at Vietnam, all right, <laughs> not here. But no, okay. So, I, but Florida is a bad example. How many Republicans in Georgia do you think are Trump Republicans? I, we got to be creeping cl- way closer to 100%. I mean, yeah, I, I would I would generally say the South is more likely to have them than uh, elsewhere. Like, yeah. you know, Ohio Republicans are probably not. No, I'm there. Um, um, your guy uh, from 2016. What's his name? Kasich. Kasich Republicans. Yeah. Like a little more liberal centrist Republicans who are just like, they're like you. Like in the way that makes sense. Well, yeah, they're like mm-hmm. you, except for they haven't reached a point where they're like, I can't call myself a Republican anymore. Because right. Because it's just too much. It's yeah. like, hey, let's just get this guy out. and then I'd we'll rather fix it from the inside. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what are we going to call it? Uh, Cobain Republicans? Can we call them that? <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, and you know, here's the test. Uh, we talked about a few weeks, the last few weeks, about states kind of coming together and forming little coalitions. And yeah. now Alabama, Mississippi, and Georgia have created a little, and South Carolina, I think, have created a coalition. And they said they're going to open together. Now, the difference is Gavin Newsom's coalition on the West Coast, Cuomo's coalition on the East Coast. 
Uh, they have one in uh, that is Minnesota, Illinois. It, it's Republicans and Democrats, which is weird as hell. But they are all now going to watch as this Southern Coalition is going to open the uh, 29th of this month. What what bothers me about this is I feel like, personally speaking, I feel like I'm only as safe as the people who are directly on top of me. Sure. In terms of like a government level. So Garcetti and Newsom in this particular case. Yeah. As mayor of L.A. and governor of California. We can't depend on anything more than that. Right. There are two main points of contact here. Now, and no, then, like, I, I do take some issue. You are calling them the mayor and the governor. I just want to be clear. The future president of the Republic of California <laughs> and the future governor of the state of Los uh, Angeles. Los Angeles. Yeah. Yes. So sorry. Um, just to make that clear, uh, like the Michael Jordan documentary, I want to be clear that. Uh, <laughs> oh, did you notice that they uh, referred to Bill Clinton as former governor? No. Yeah. So Bill Clinton is talking about uh, Scotty Pippen's time at yeah. Arkansas. He was governor. So they right, right, right. Former governor. And then uh, Obama is talking about like being a teenager when Michael came to Chicago, yeah. and they call it former Chicagoan. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like yeah. Also the president. Yeah. You know that's okay. <laughs> yeah. So I'm I think we know. I think uh, some some people I don't think go like who is that guy. <laughs> Hopefully nobody. But <laughs> who I'm is take, that well spoken African American gentleman right there? Uh, and some people <laughs> called him other things in that moment. Uh, but I'm going to take the opposite tact, and I'm going to say future president of the California Republic and future governor of the state of uh, right. Los Angeles. Yeah, but yes, carry go on, ahead. Yes. Go ahead. I mean, like I feel I feel on. fairly confident with them with them in charge. They seem to be doing everything they can to be as informed as they can at any possible time and also use the resources that are available to them to help as many people as they can. Have they done everything perfectly the way I would want them to do it? Uh, no, but I feel like there is a certain degree of failure that just has to be factored into that. There's like a degree of breakage, I guess, for lack of a better term. Like you, you can't, you can't, do a hundred percent perfect system and in, in, in any under crisis. these circumstances, any yeah. crisis, and, and you can it's take about the best minimizing advice. as much as possible yes. and doing everything you can to feel like you're uh, bridging some divide between safety and danger. You know, another thing that Garcetti has talked about is getting us ready for an earthquake. Right, but we cannot hold him accountable because no matter what happens, an unexpected event will happen. You did your best you could. Yeah. Are but are you is he going to say listen it's L A what earthquake that's never going to happen if here if there was a if there was a massive earthquake and two people died then they would say the people you did a good say, job people would say that you did a good job even though you know we're supposed to value every life as like so, but it's a huge worse. huge incident like that yeah if the death count was two instead of two thousand or two hundred thousand yeah like it is in like Mexico City when they had an earthquake or something like that I don't, what, uh, Haiti was two million. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, the, 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 and the ramifications a long term of it happening. Oh. Like, not just people who die right then, but like people who just. No clean water ever now. Yeah. Like, yeah, still don't have do clean you, water. So, what do you do? Like, so, I mean, like, I, I feel good knowing that they're in charge because mm-hmm. uh, they're doing as well as, as can be expected. Okay. Cuomo, too. Cuomo's yeah. doing a good job. Hogan's doing a good job. Yeah. I, I, there's a lot of people all around. I think Whitmer has been doing the best that she can given the circumstances, but yeah. like for whatever reason, she really has seemed to drag the ire of well, the so right. Like you, you know that uh, Michigan is the largest um, uh, independent army state. It has more, more soldiers aligned to independent armies than it does to the national guard or hmm. the state police. Interesting. So, uh, you know, Tim McVeigh 
when he was involved in those right wing uh, militia groups, militias, yeah. that's what they are. There are more militiamen in Michigan than there are state police and National Guard combined. Right. So it's a very right wing state, but it's right wing liberta- libertarian. So they yeah. get this weird like Democratic and governor, you know, so. It- I guess that's the thing that really bothers me the most about a lot of these people who came out. Like, they sort of have been had. Yes. But I get where they're coming from. And I don't want, like, what they did was really dumb. But I don't want to call them dumb. Even though some of them might be dumb. Okay. I, any yeah. group of people. There's a certain amount of people who are dumb. But, like, I mean, like, it, I'm just saying, like. I go back to K. A person is smart. People are dumb. Yeah. Uh, fuck. Now I forgot it. Uh, are ignorant uh animals dangerous animals yes but it just you put people together and they start they go down to the lowest level of all of them not the highest level of all of them right because one person causes a panic and now we're all but i'm saying like you know people (laughs) look at who wasn't there you know was sean hannity around was janine pirro there was tucker carlson okay janine pirro might have been there i uh, yeah but you know you know who did show up was uh fucking infowars Alex, uh, Alex Jones. Yeah, Alex yeah. Jones showed up because he's below the level. He needs people to buy into whatever he's this whatever is being pushed here. He needs to get in on the take. By the way, uh, so, so there's a podcast I listen to called Behind the Bastard. It's really good. Uh, Robert Evans, not that Robert Evans, but a different yeah. Robert Evans is a guy who does it. Not and kid notorious, a Robert no, Evans. Not kid yeah. notorious, but he did a uh, an episode about all of the uh, shysters of COVID, mm. and number one shyster on his list, Alex Jones. Yeah. His last podcast, Alex Jones's last podcast, he did no less than seven products that are going to cure or treat COVID. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah. So Alex Jones needs this. He wants you to be out there and be like, you know what? I got my silver toothpaste from Alex Jones. Well, I'm protected. I don't need to be in my house. Well, I mean, the the thing is that Hannity can talk about it on a show tonight about these amazing patriots who went out and protested yeah. because he knows he doesn't have to go out. Right. Like. Right. If, if if his show depended on him going out there and doing one of these protests with people, then he he probably wouldn't do it. Like the, the poor, I have to go out with the poor. <laughs> no, I have to stand no. with five hundred people in the the park and just no. Can we get a remote? None of them out are there? none of them are wearing masks or anything. <laughs> That's the funny thing because he will go out there and be Isn't, like, "These patriots won't be told what to do." You're gonna go out there. Well, I mean, can I wear my mask and the gloves or? <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, yeah. so, uh, tweet of the week. I'm just going to go ahead and t- t- pull that out here. Um, I can't remember who it came from, but, uh, this is essentially what it said. Uh, zombie movies got, uh, oh, what zombie movies got wrong about the actual apocalypse. Uh, they omitted the scenes of people on the street demanding to be the right to be eaten by zombies. Yeah. And that's, uh, listen, again, you're right that they're not all dumb. It's just when I see you out there. But I mean, like, it's like falling for it. Like, we all fall for it eventually. Uh, like, not one smart person. I was reading a book about marketing where he talks about, like, the, the benefits of internet marketing. Yeah. And he was going to give a speech to rocket scientists at NASA, the highest level of the rocket scientists at NASA. And you think they're a group of smart people. And he, he literally burrowed down enough data so that he advertised to 28 people. Mm-hmm. The 28 people who are going to be sitting in the room. Yeah. And he... he uh, created like a fake thing to sign up for this email list that was going to give them the opportunity to like drastically increase their money by tenfold or something like that. And of these 28 rocket scientists who you would expect to be the smartest people in the world, like 10 of them signed up. Yep. And when their boss found out about this, he was super angry at 10 people, anonymous people. Yeah. He was like, I, I, 
He's not going to tell me who did it, but I'm really angry at 10 of you. Like, But you can't help it. Right. That's how it works. And Smart again, people fall for things, too. That's why I don't want to say that the people are dumb. Just that the action was dumb. Yes. And if I see you eating Just like shit, if you're driving the car and you pick up your phone, you start looking at it, and you get in an accident. Like, you're not necessarily a dumb person. You just was did dumb something that, that was that. really yes. dumb. But if I see you eating shit off a plate. Yeah. That is a dumb action, and you know better. Right. You know that shit. You know the emperor has no clothes. So we're, we're in a all, way, I still blame you. We're all dumb sometimes. We are all dumb sometimes. But all I'm here's my point and what I brought up in the pre-show discussion. I was dumb five minutes ago. Like <laughs> I am passionate about a lot of things. <laughs> no, most none of those things get me out of my house. Yeah. So when I see people being drawn, and you are right in that. People are also looking for an excuse to get out of the house. So yeah. there's a level of like, am I really that passionate or is well, this something I'm kind of passionate about and it gets me out of the house? I bet you I bet you there's 10% of people during quarantine here who are like the people who are so happy to run out and get something. Oh, yeah. Like, it's just like, oh, man, one of the blinds just fell down. It's like, I'll go to Home Depot. Like, I think you're dating one of those people. It's not really important. It's like, oh, no, no, I'll go to Home Depot. It's okay. I think we're both dating one yeah, of those like, people. Yes, unfortunately. Uh, any excuse. Well, I decided to have this for dinner, and we don't have the thing that we need for it, so I'm going to go out to the to the grocery store. We I'm can make like, something else. Yeah, we don't have to make up that. There's ticket. an entire cupboard full of food in there. I don't need food that matches. Like I don't. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! You want to make Mexican and pasta together? No, absolutely not. I refuse. I can to eat do that. tacos with things that aren't like rice and beans. Nope, like... nope. It's a, that is a requirement. <laughs> I am going to run out and get two things from the store right now. <laughs> it could be tacos and kebabs. Like it doesn't need to. Oh gosh! It's like, listen, I I literally could care less. Food yeah. on the plate, I'm full. You're That's literally always. eating like nutrient rich paste right now. I like, I, I am. <laughs> I'm spending time eating Huel, which is just nutrient rich. It's soil. It's people. It's, great. it's people. I wouldn't be that. Stop upset. it! You're people. You're eating people. If I found out Huel was made of people, I would not be that upset. I think you know it's good. I don't. That's uh, one of my favorite impressions. I love anytime <laughs> I get to use Heston and Soiling Green. It comes up so rarely, but I feel like I, I have to take my shot when it happens. Uh, listen, feel free to chime in on any of those Huel uh, videos that I'm doing. <laughs> you jump in and just say Huel is people. <laughs> I'm sure they'll love it. I'm sure it'll give you that sponsorship right <laughs> off. The ju- so. Uh, so anyway, I get you are right. It's funny, like I, uh, the other the dark side of the coronavirus thing, though, and marketing the, and stuff. Oh, the dark side. Well, of no, it. The, okay, a, yeah. a secret dark side. I feel like we'll we'll learn many years from now that uh, big toilet paper was probably leaning into meme culture to make the demand higher. Because like you know like when the the Popeyes chicken sandwich came out and like there was a lot of memes about it all of a sudden and they, they definitely and then into it all that. of a sudden people like started like making their own memes about the chicken sandwich yep. and then it became a thing where like people are like they're sold out in Timonium the chicken like it all was part of a a very small investment that made huge dividends in meme marketing you know it seems like years ago now but which of the candidates was uh out the, was it Andrew Yang who was paying no it was uh. Not de Blasio. Bloomberg was paying people to make memes for him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then got the benefit of people making memes about him paying people to make memes about him. Like, it just rolls and rolls and rolls. Yeah. And it's a small investment, but you get a lot of bounce from it. So Right. But and I mean, like, you know, it, it, how how well it works is sort of here or there. Yeah. I think people are going to buy toilet paper regardless. But I think by making, leaning into a meme email, 
uh, ecosystem. And I, I'm not saying this is happening. I'm just it's just sort of like a really good feeling. I looks like it. Yeah. yeah, it's one of those things we'll find out later that like, oh, there's no way to find out right now. But I'm saying like at some point somebody's going to write a book 25 years from now and it's going to be too late for me to go like, hey, remember during coronavirus? Because like, you know, there's going to be a Cambridge Analytica where we find out that <laughs> yeah. Charmin was uh, dumping fake stories about how there were shortages of toilet right. paper. And then everybody went out and bought it. So. And then Look at us. toilet paper came in, then people were just like, well, I got to get it. I never know. I will, I it's sold out everywhere, so I got to get it right now while it's available. Literally. the For weeks we've been going there. For weeks there has been a limited amount. Yeah. But I see people with entire carts full. I'm like, we're three weeks in, and you have a cart full of toilet paper. Yeah. How much shitting are you doing? <laughs> Isn't that a symptom of COVID? I feel like you should go to the hospital. <laughs> like, it's not. Uh, no gastro stuff, but um, maybe it's just people like th- that's the way they cope. They're yeah. just like, I'm going to use three times the amount of toilet paper I usually use. I don't care if it's wasteful. I just I got to cope. Like maybe you're I something. can't sit around in my own house with a dirty, <laughs> dirty ass. Like it's just I, maybe it's like vacation. It's like, OK, so we're going to be gone for five days, which means I need to take 20 pairs of underwear <laughs> in case I shit myself three times a day. The entire time I'm there. In, case, in case I have such delicious meals that I shit myself constantly. Oh gosh. Uh anyway, so I'm going to Baltimore in winter. Why wouldn't I bring my Hawaiian shirt? There might be a Hawaiian themed party <laughs> while we're there. And then I'll look like an idiot because I don't have my Hawaiian shirt with me. Uh there's Tommy Bahamas everywhere. All right. <laughs> you can buy well, at least there was. I don't know if there will be in the future. I can't I can get say it for shipped sure. to us from Amazon in the meantime. <laughs> in the meantime. But uh all right, so two points to cover uh before we get out of here. Number one is that uh I thought Andrew Cuomo had a really good moment over the past week, kind of cutting back to what we were talking about, about uh, the states kind of joining together. Trump responded to that news of like, oh, now the Midwest is, and now the South is by saying like, I'll decide when everything rolls back, I'll decide, and then I'll let the states know. And then Andrew Cuomo responded with like, you know, uh, you know, we have a constitution of states, not a king. And yeah. maybe somebody should remind the president that he doesn't get to decide those things. And my state will open when people here have decided it's safe to open. That's it. And I thought, honestly, for a couple of days, we were going to have a problem because it seemed like there was a lot there, of niffing yeah. back and forth between I, the two of them. I am glad uh, for now that Trump has seemed to back off of that. Yeah. There was a uh, nobody can do anything without my permission thing yeah. that was going on for a press conference there that I don't think Trump quite understood what he was saying. Like, he doesn't know how the government works. Like, no, it's clear he not. doesn't understand like Separation the actual of mechanics of it. Like yeah, Federal Republic, right. none he, of that. He thinks he's just out there and he's the most important person in the United States now. Yeah. And uh, it's, He's playing uh, that election game that we played for a long time. Political Machine? Political Machine. Only uh, version 2 and not the real version 2, but the version 2 is like after the election and you get to be president. He's playing that game right now. Yeah, he's, he's still just, just like, pumping money into states so that... <laughs> I, just dump, I just dump stuff yeah. money in places and I, mean, I the get fact, to make decisions. The fact that he is going on Twitter and saying liberate Michigan and liberate Virginia and liberate Iowa or whatever, like These whatever states... states in your country! Like, and... His own people, like, this is the problem. Like, his own task force that he put together to deal with the issue yeah. way later than he should have had a task force. But, you know, can't really do anything about that now. We're, we're got to live in the now. Time only flows his in one direction. His own task force. Like, the first thing that they said as, as like, a – he announced uh, – they were announcing uh, how the government could reopen or yeah. how, the, how the economy could basically reopen. And the first thing on there was 14 days of declining tests. Yeah. 
of like declining numbers, declining, you know, the deaths are kind of like here or there because somebody could be sick from a month ago yeah, and, and die now. Yeah. And declining you know, positive tests, though. Also, the people who are like uh, arguing about like, you know, like, well, this guy, you know, went into the hospital because he had a dirt bike accident and he got Corona while he was there, but he was in the hospital for the other thing. So he should die for the dirt bike accident, yeah. not for the Corona. It's just like, uh, Let's but, not argue about like which person died of what. Like let, let's just focus on there there's a big virus going around. Yeah. How about this? Be careful. There's a virus. Yeah. Uh let's focus on that part of it first. Like if you want to say like, you know, like take off a hundred of those deaths because, you know, it's just people who died of old age or something like that. It's like fine, whatever. It's still a lot of people have died like you want. Yes. Like but more than should have. We I was gonna say, even if you take a few hundred off, we're still mm, thirty thousand or so plus yeah. of people who should not be dead. And by the way, now we're starting to see some like real. Uh, not uh, anyone is more important than anyone else, but like people who've been big in your lives that you didn't realize. But then I really, I, I'm reading a story. And I'm like, oh, this guy did the. Uh, you know, he's not Hans Zimmer, but he did music for yeah. a bunch of movies that I didn't know who he was, but now he's gone. Yeah. 60 years old and had COVID, complications of COVID and, you know, it, it's going to have a huge impact. And the question is how big we already know it, it is the size that it is. Right. It's about minimizing that as we move forward. Well, but, and I mean like uh, <laughs> the big problem is, it, you know, if, if the first thing on the list is 14 days of declining numbers, yeah. then we're going to have a spike in like 14 days from now. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. With all these people who were at this rally or these rallies start getting sick. And I argue, like, let let Georgia, Alabama and Mississippi open. Let them get the spike. But, and then Gavin, uh, Gavin Newsom I mean, and Andrew Cuomo could just be like, hey, look, we were right. We're staying close. Regardless of what happens, there's going to be a spike. Like yeah. as soon as people are allowed out and, you know, the, uh, more free than they, they have been up until this point. Well, I like, mean, that depends. Can we are we going to be quarantined until December? Because if it, we're quarantined in December, there may not be a spike. Right. It may have burned itself out as much as it's going to. Yeah. But I mean, like, it, there, there's just way too much bad science and people in bad faith trying to push their snake oil sales. So, and like, too much Facebook and too much uh, pandemic porn is what I'm calling it. We've replaced murder porn, which is what all the house frows used to watch, with pandemic porn. I cannot tell you how many times I've walked into this house or many houses at this point and seen one or more women watching. Andrew Cuomo or Gavin Newsom giving a press conference. And I'm like, not you were watching him two hours ago. What yeah. has changed in two hours? Oh, well, he's just giving updates about the, I mean, you're in pandemic porn mode. Yeah. Now you're just, you want to be all the information coming in and you don't understand any of it, but just all of it. You're obsessed somehow Newsom looks better when his hair is growing out. Like. Yeah. But it, it gets down to like the post nine 11. Like luckily my, I don't want to say luckily, but like my parents never, they didn't, I think they knew we have two teenagers here who could kind of lose it. And my sister was already on the verge of like, I don't feel safe anywhere. They could attack us anywhere. Right. So my mom made a point of like, no news on in the house. When your sister's here, we're not going to watch the news because all it is is just 9-11, 9-11, 9-11. So, yeah. and maybe that means I didn't feel as impacted as other people. But I go, remember going to my friend's house and like being like walking in and seeing his or her mom on the couch, hasn't moved all day. They left for school, mom on the couch, yeah. watching 9-11 footage. Yeah, CNN. We get back, mom on the couch, watching 9-11 footage for weeks. Yeah. We got to avoid falling into that because well, we'll get obsessed and, with it. You know, like we started off the show talking about like the writing, having problems writing. Like yeah. neither one of us are like goof offs on normal days like yeah, well 
Well, I mean, like, there's stay a l- tuned for the live video coming from the apartment, which we are going to get up and running very soon. There's a little, there's a little bit of, you know, like I goof off on the day to day, but I mean, like, it, it, it certainly has felt like I can't control this as much anymore. Yeah. You know, like it, it feels like there's something slipping out of my hands while I'm trying to like trying to wrangle a snake, you yeah. know, and <laughs> it's got what, uh, 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 oh, uh, an greased eel. pig, yeah, Greg, 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 it's a greased pig, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm used to trying to catch the pigs without the grease, and now they had the grease on them, and it's a little bit more difficult. But I don't know. I, I just do what you think is right. Everybody personally, just do what you think is right. Take care of yourself how you how you feel you need to. If you feel more comfortable, like you know, watching a little bit more news, do it. But don't go too crazy about anything. You know, like just. I agree with that completely. Try and like try and find some center in it, because I mean, like I try to watch maybe like a half hour of CNN at some point during the day. Yeah. Just to, because if something really serious is going on, they're going to have some level of acknowledgement of it all day. It'll be just checking in about this. And now back to our, if 50,000 people died tomorrow, then I will not hear about it in a half hour of watching CNN. Yep. You know, like I I like that advice. Do what you think is right, which of course guillotines (laughs) now that is what is right. And don't let people, shame you for however you feel like you need to get through this like listen if i need to chop the heads off 30 40 50 thousand uh you know i think that's a way to go by the way <laughs> starting a cult well who wants we, to join they're they're advertising on billboards so there's nothing <laughs> stopping you i i am amazed that we we literally saw a billboard for a cult uh, for a new religion yeah uh new age religion and i was just like oh there's literally a I, billboard for it. It's almost like, I don't know that it's a cult, but I absolutely 100% know that it's a cult. I know it's a cult. I'm not going to call you a cult because I also don't know if you're like Scientology, where it's like a lot of money and you're going to come kill me. So I'm not saying the name. You know why I'm also not saying the name? I don't remember it. Yeah, that's also true. Uh, and they had a weird symbol, which I really liked. And that's the sad thing, too. I saw the symbol. I'm like, ooh, that's cool. That's what drew my attention to the board. Yeah. And you were like, uh, you read it. And I was looking at the symbol and I'm like, oh, damn, it's a cult. <laughs> Church of Prince. Oh, look at that symbol. It did look like the Prince symbol. Maybe that's why it drew my attention. Yeah. It was just like loops and like points. Yeah. So it wasn't the Prince symbol, but it looked like it. Yeah. It anyway. Feel, it felt very masculine yet, yet feminine at the same time. Yes. Yes. <laughs> R.I.P. Um, Prince. One more thing before we get out of here. Yes. And that is just, uh, speaking of narcissistic president, uh, did you, have you gotten your Trump check yet? No. Oh, so sorry. Uh, so I had double payday last day, last uh, payday where I got my Trump check and the uh, pay on the same day mm. on tax day, ironically, because I didn't pay my taxes. But although it's not tax day, July yeah. 15th is not tax day. Um, I had to do the, uh, I woke up on the 15th and I was just like, you ooh, know what I, yeah. you know what I never realized or I never thought about until this very moment. Do I need to still file today? Yeah. No. I was like, do, uh, but I was like searching. I was just like, do I need to file taxes today and just not pay until July or something? Nope. But like just searching, there, I, there was no way to search it for it without <laughs> getting like just like endless like, we'll help you file your taxes. Yeah. By the way, <laughs> New deadline July. And I'm just like, no, 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 no. I need the actual question. Like, do I still need to well, file I'll be penalized today? for yeah. not filing today. <laughs> if uh, I file in July, will they just be like, we were expecting this paperwork three months ago. And by the way, H&R Blog, all those websites, they all say like, no, you need to file now. Yeah. No, you don't. You don't. Yeah, people who are looking for money are trying to get you to yes. file right now, but <laughs> why wait till July? People who have been waiting to who are trying to pay the rent on the uh, storefronts that they purchased. Mm, yeah. Right H- at the beginning of this crisis. H and R Block may go the way of uh, Blockbuster because they have the overhead and like tax layer, or yeah. whatever doesn't. There are this websites 
We may see the end of HR Block. Mm. Anyway, uh, for those of you who were going to get a paper check, yeah. uh, because like my parents who pay their taxes and get their check in the mail. Yeah. Um, your checks are delayed. Why? It's not because the treasury's out of money because, hey, we just print more. Um, <laughs> there is uh, we're, we're, we're going to have to at some point get seriously into the PPP and yes, uh, all that sort of stuff because uh, it's out of money yes. already. Yes. And a lot of big companies have taken. I would an, say an, that's a good topic for a day when uh, it's not 420. How about that? OK. <laughs> and also, I need to look into it more. I looked into it for like you and Roberto when we were talking about it, but like. Just superficially getting well. I mean, like the, the basic gist is that it, it seems to help out people who have a constant relationship with their banker. Mm. Like I'm an independent contractor. Yeah, I don't necessarily talk to my bank about my business interests that much because no. it's not like I need to set up a special business account yet. It's not like I need to do. You like me dread a call that says Bank of America. Like, <laughs> Ooh, there is nothing good about that. It's right. either fraud or. Well, uh, <laughs> and, and like, you know, I knew the people at the Bank of America where I set up the account. In but Maryland? that was 15 years ago yeah. in Maryland. So yeah. it doesn't really help me now. And none of them probably work there anymore. No. And they all probably got fired in 08. Yeah, probably. <laughs> unfortunately. But like, yeah. I, you know, like, what a, I, do I call Bank of America and just be like, hey, you've never heard from me before, but. I yeah. need some money. <laughs> like, it just seems like the people who are doing that, like the people who are like me in this position, just end up calling Bank of America all the time or whoever you bank with and just like going like, uh, uh, I banked with you a long time. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Can you help me out with this PPP thing? And they're just like, oh, we got to get to you. Yeah. yeah. There's Listen. a couple of beefsteak Charlies in front of you right now. So. I was going to say, I got Ruth's Chris over here <laughs> uh, and they are about to take a big loan and we get benefited when they take a big loan so you know uh 25 million they're gonna get a lot of money that goes into our account system yeah and it's gonna sit there for you know 15 minutes which is mm, what uh 12 million dollars for us yeah while we play with it build some equity in it yeah um but nonetheless for those of you who get uh, paper checks uh yours are gonna be delayed and that's because the Treasury apparently started printing the checks and they left off one very important detail. And I mean very important detail if you're an insane narcissistic sociopath. And that's uh, the signature of the person who approved the program. And we have lived now through it, four bailouts, I believe. Uh, this story gets better, but continue. Yes. Uh, get, four, get to the punchline here. Four bailouts, uh, none of which was the president's name on the check. Right. And uh, Trump insisted that his name be on the check. So... They did a run of the checks. Or they started a run of the checks with the president's uh, signature and then found out what, Corey? Well, I thought so, this is where you were going. No, no, no. Oh, I, I think you. Uh, no. Uh, so he was not legally allowed to yeah, sign the he's check. not allowed to sign the check. Yes. But that was what had slowed the thing down was uh, that he wanted to have the name on there. Yeah. And they said, you can't do that. And then they argued for a couple of days and then yeah. said, OK, just put his name in like the memo yes. area. Like. Donald Trump did this. Donald Trump's gift to you. Like, happy birthday. As <laughs> if it was your grandmother writing a check. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, she writes her legal name in the signature line, but then puts grandma. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Don. <laughs> happy birthday from grandma in memo. Like, Yeah. <sighs> happy birthday from Donald Trump. <laughs> and by the way, the signature that you can't even really tell is Donald Trump, unless you know it's yeah. Donald Trump's signature. It's just like a big D in scribbles. Yeah. You think he would just do what he normally does and grab the crayon with his full <laughs> hand and just D O N A L wait L D 
T-R- Why do I have such a long name? Other people don't have as long names as me. Wait, wait. It takes my time away from being able to do other president stuff because I got to spell out my long name. T-R- Theodore Roosevelt never had to deal U-M-P. with this shit. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so to my parents, uh, who, by the way, are were Trump voters in 2016, um... I hope you don't need that stimulus check because it got delayed thanks to the guy who needing to have his name on the check. The fact that this doesn't even work well, like all the people who went out and protest, like he can't even get the giving you money part right. Yeah. Like the, by the way, the, the directly, we are going to give you money. Right. Oh, you set up direct deposit. We're going to drop it in the account. You got yeah. to send a check to your address. We're sending a check well, to that and address. I mean, like everything is everything is a relation of that. And nobody, none of the Trump fans want to acknowledge any of it. Like no, no. the the reason why some economies like South Korea and Germany and uh, we don't really know how uh, is it Switzerland or Norway? I can't remember. One of them has basically remained open, but they have like a lot of tests in place. I don't know. So they, maybe it's Sweden because we. They just got right. hit. I can't remember where I. It's probably one of the uh, Norway, Sweden, ice or uh, Someone, Finland. Some company, uh, company, some country up there had uh, basically a a plan like we're going to be able to stay open, but we're going to do this in turn uh, with a lot of testing and like temperatures at the door of places and like. It's a little early to see like how it's going to work out. Yeah, but Germany was able to sort of like come up with plans quicker, and South yeah. Korea was able to come out with plans quicker. Here's the and problem: this feels with, like uh, it might be a another step in that direction. Here's the, the problem with that: uh, they it doesn't also affect have, us because we're already in it. But I mean, like they also have universal health care. So well, they're yeah. like, oh, well, if you're sick, just go to the doctor, and uh, we're going to send physicians <laughs> from our government healthcare facilities out to places to do testing. Yeah. By the way, that's socialism. You know what else is socialism? The $1,200 check. Get inside a $1,200 check, mom and dad. That's socialism. <laughs> Bootstraps, market, uh, market-based market economics says starve. Yeah. So, you know, not that I want my parents to starve. I'm just saying, you know. Uh, if this was uh, Adam Smith, uh, Adam Smith would be like, why are we paying these people checks? This is uh, economic Darwinism. It's getting rid of those who are dregs of society. Who are unable to even deal with a small emergency. Yeah, You don't have savings for three months to get you through a time of not working? Anne uh, Rand would spit on your check. I mean, she'd cash it immediately afterwards because she didn't make a lot of money in her life. But she... You are running from that position as fast as Anne Rand ran to the mailbox to pick up her social security check. Uh, yeah, so... By the way, uh, heroes who think Anne Rand is everything. Yeah. She took her Medicare. She took her Social Security check, uh, death benefit, the whole nine. So, screw off. <laughs> At least I could say, like, you know, for all of my communist heroes, they're, like, looking around like, hey, who's going to pay for my burial? That's very communist of you. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> of course. Somebody will figure it out. If not, they'll just put me in a box and throw me in the in the pier. And that's... And listen, even if you became, like, an, anti- an enemy of the state... At least you knew your family would be taken care of. Now, possibly taken care of by sent to the gulag. I don't know, but they'd be taken care of one way or another. <laughs> I don't really want to ask questions. <laughs> anyway, uh, I don't know if you realize this. We are an hour and 15 in. Oh, well. Uh, I know I there's some should. time dilation when it comes to yeah. know, this day in history. <laughs> I feel like I should get into it a little bit. Get into what? Oh, the anthem, Dr. 
anthem.com Cordo the anthem.com or the anthem on Facebook Twitter Instagram and the listener line 443-219-7595 what's that number again 443-219-7595 and you can find more of me on my website CoreyBakerFilmmaker.com Facebook.com forward slash CoreyBakerFilm and at LegendCB5 on Twitter Instagram uh, TikTok I've stopped doing I've stopped doing the Snapchat stuff I've started moving into my TikTok phase you know you could do both not that you did Snapchat. That I just don't feel like anybody like is doing anything on Snapchat. Is it? I mean, I I just send dick pics when's, all the time. <laughs> when's the last time you've like seriously like said like, oh, I got to put this on my Snapchat story? You know, like it's uh well, hey, uh, let me just not speak <laughs> out of the darkness. Hang on. Uh, it is how I stay in touch with uh, my mentees. That oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are still on it, so like we do just like little short conversations, and that's it. Mm. But it's for the kids. And I imagine. Public, so. I imagine if I was somewhere, if if I had people I only talked to on that network, then I would I would do that there. There's a couple of places that have sort of felt like that before, at various times. And anyway, uh, you, no no uh, movie like review this BB, week. But like BB Messenger. What? Yeah. Blackberry Messenger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good one. <laughs> it was like a secret club that only me and Rob were in. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Anyway, and I was telling everybody like, find me on my BBM. It's B nine eight Q seven eight four three two. Too much. <laughs> I forgot it already. I'm not remembering your stupid BBQ code. Or your BB. What was it? BB messenger. It BBM. 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 Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Anywho, uh, uh, no movie review today, obviously. Uh, but I'm gonna try and figure out something for Thursday because uh, it sucks not putting out reviews. I enjoy it, and uh, I'm just gonna have to go into. The vault, I guess. That's it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, uh, you can find me at Robert and Chic on all your social networks. Uh, and, of course, the brand new robertandchic.com is partially up. You can find a lot of information there. More every single day that I work on it. I do have a review up, surprisingly. Yeah. Every man movie review, two a week, no matter what. Even if I have to be up all damn night editing and <laughs> shooting the thing. But uh, L.A. Originals is the uh, one I, we're doing right now. That's another, you know, the shooting the reviews with people around yeah. feels harder. Oh, it's very hard. Yeah. Yep. So that's why I uh, prefer to do it in the middle of the night. Yeah, I usually just do it like at 10 o'clock in the morning when nobody's here. Yeah, well. Roberto is still sleeping. Rachel's at work. <laughs> <laughs> Well, to be fair, if uh, Roberto sleeping is the rule, I mean, you could just do that anytime, day or yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's 23 hours a day I'd be able to record my videos. I think Carly takes less naps than Roberto. <laughs> so. But yes, uh, even right now, <laughs> you can uh, find that review at uh, at Robert or uh, YouTube.com forward slash Rob Cheek. Uh, the Everyman Movie Reviews up there. My the My Life videos, Huel Experience videos, which I know I need to do another one. Uh, and you can find uh, all of those except for the Everyman Movie Review at uh, Instagram as well in my IGTV at Robert N. Cheek. Uh, website. You can also find links to the books, which are available on Amazon. By Roz Rux. Thank you. Uh, and uh, we got a whole bunch of really cool stuff. And I know we didn't really hit it that hard, but please do not forget. You can find everything O the Anthem at O the Anthem on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Most importantly, you're watching right live right now, most likely at Facebook at O the Anthem on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash O the Anthem. Maybe you're watching on Periscope. That's on Twitter at O the Anthem or even on Twitch. We're on Twitch at O the Anthem on Twitch as well. Uh, and of course, do not forget O the Anthem.com, the home for everything O the Anthem, including the link where you can go to Amazon and shop via the Amazon tab, or uh, you can find the 
Oh, the Anthem related things directly in the Oh, the Anthem store, which is Oh, the Anthem.com forward slash store. HTML. There we go. Yeah. So, uh, don't uh, miss out on any of that fun stuff. Uh, but I have made it a key to do two reviews every single week, no matter what. So I am making sure you have your entertainment up. I, um, I, I really, I really did want to stick to that. But then the problem was that I would be on set. And if I'm yeah. on set like all week, I just can't see a movie. No, no. And, and like, I didn't want to start doing like videos of like things that I had on my shelf kind of thing because I was doing more contemporary movie reviews. And how do you compare a movie from the 70s to something that's out that you just saw two weeks ago that you or you know, or two days ago? Yeah. And you've already made a decision that you're going to put on the Internet, well, you know, like versus Silence I'm, of the Lamps. I've had a lot of time to digest. And it's so been on my if shelf. I talk about it. If it's a DVD, you went through the effort of buying that movie. Yeah. So already there's something built into it. Right. And, and I'll say. The so next- there's almost like a part of me that feels like you do it a different way. I do it with the rating system. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, like there's almost a feel like I need to do like a different leaderboard for like legacy product. Like, right. You know, and maybe that's a way to go. Maybe, uh, you know, just do. Hey, these are my my, my top <laughs> this, five. This movies. doesn't fit the same sort of rating system that you are used to. But it's sort of like me looking back upon this movie. Yeah. I can't put the Several Godfather. Later. Yeah, I can't put Godfather in my usual rating system because it is a classic. It is the on the right. top five list of everyone. But let's talk about Godfather. Yeah, and you know maybe you have people who are like, I don't want to sit down and watch a three hour movie. Give them a reason why you should sit down and watch it. And I think there's something different about like uh, remember when you saw the Matrix the first time yeah like how it like completely like changed you from the moment you walked in to the moment you walked out watching that first scene and just being like what the fuck am i watching but i mean like if i had a movie review series on youtube at that point oh yeah when when that movie came out well i know but i'm saying like you know if we if the world shifted in some there was an alternate universe where youtube was there Mm -hmm. and i was doing these movie reviews i i I couldn't imagine not giving that thing a nine point nine or something like what do you do but now like, we're 15 years in yeah and you're like how does that compare to the nine nine that you gave the matrix well wow. yeah i mean like you know you see it at the moment and like two days later if you were talking to somebody about it how do you avoid saying like this is the craziest thing i've ever yeah. seen in my life and by like, the way holds up in some regard in yeah. some regard well it does i mean like up. if you ask me like where i would rate it now like years after it had been released yeah i can sort of say like oh well you know there's some faults there there's things that at the time really blew me away and the more I think about it, like it was more about like the shock of seeing it than it was like lives up to repeated viewings, that sort of thing. You know, here's I have it for you. Uh, why don't you take your favorite movies from any year and three, four five years later, make the effort of going back through and being like, here's my top five movies from 2018. No, that would be good. I'm going to shift them down up and down on the leaderboard there's no reason to, why Once Upon a Time in Hollywood should be here because five years later, you know, uh, it wasn't as amazing. Not right. that it, that would change. But once I saw Quentin Tarantino's 10th movie, I just said, you know, well. Well, at what point do you think it, it moves to, like, the legacy leaderboard? I mean, that's Like, that's five years? I, I would say probably five years. Because, I mean, like, that feels like the lowest it could possibly be. Well, and then what you do now. Because I really, I, I would almost feel like 10 years is the amount of time that it would take. But then... You know, if I'm doing this movie review in 10 years, how much are people wanting to hear me I re-review on, Molly's game? You I know? plan like, on doing movie reviews forever, son. <laughs> Everything's a No, but I'm saying, like, in, in 2018, I'm just like, hey, remember I saw Molly's game? I'm going to tell you about it again here on the 
Cory Baker filmmaker. Well, no, I think you could just do a whole episode. Like, just like one episode of like, here's all the movies from 2018. Here's, here's I really like five movies from 2018. We're going to move them on over to, le- to the legacy leaderboard and where yeah. do they fall. And it gives you the opportunity between now and then to set up your legacy leaderboard. Mm. Here's here, I'm going to here's give things you, that are already on the legacy leaderboard. I'm going to give you the top 25 and then uh, five episodes of five each. And then next year or three years from now, we're going to bump something off of that. I think it's got to be 10 years. Oh, that's a long time. I feel like it's got to. It, it, that's the only way it makes sense that's because a YouTube generation, man, five years, ten years, those guys are going to be having kids. Yeah, or but ten years. Sorry, uh, movies that came out ten years ago still have relevance today. I, I mean, like it just feels like it just feels like these last last month, these last thirty days of quarantine have been ten years. But it like, does, yeah. I mean, maybe that's a problem. It's a relative. I mean, what is it like? Scott Pilgrim vs. the World came out or something like that ten years ago, which is hold up by the way. Watch well, but Scott yeah, Pilgrim but I'm saying like that feels like. It feels like enough time has passed where nothing new is going to come out that is going to affect my ability to enjoy Scott Pilgrim. True. More or less at this point, you know, yeah. uh, unlike uh, a year in, you would have you you could have been like swayed a little bit, you know, but after five, you sort of made peace with whatever the movie. Yes. Is. And we get enough time that the if the person is going to be me too, they are me too. So you <laughs> toss it off the list or don't put it. on. Yeah. The so there's not, there's not a baby driver review of me going like Kevin Spacey. Amazing. <laughs> There's nothing this guy could do that would make me hate this movie. You know, you know, I always see Kevin Spacey and he delivers these performances and I don't care what it takes for him to get there. I just want him to continue doing it. Exactly. Anyway, right. anyway another movie review I won't regret. <laughs> see everyone next week. But uh, I will say that uh, you get the movie that is up right now on Everyman is LA Originals, which is a documentary, yeah. which I just found so fascinating that I was like, hey, here's what it is. You may not get from the trailer what the extent of the movie is. So it's more about me talking about that and being like, Hey, yeah, so this is what it is. Here's my recommendation. If you went through this, what I said at the end of the review is if you're still watching, you probably weren't going to watch it anyway. Yeah. If you made it this far and you weren't already like, let me turn off this stupid review and go watch the movie. Then it's probably not for you, hmm. but we'll see. But all, the next four up are all documentaries. It's just, I've been in this documentary place, which isn't great for a review. Yeah. I, I hate, because then it, it sort of feels like you're judging based off of the subject matter. No, and I was, and you know, that's, I tried that's to be very the, careful. That's the thing that. I did with RBG. I didn't, I didn't give it a review. Yep. Because I didn't want to make it seem like, depending on how important I felt the subject was, depends on how important the movie is. By the way, spoiler alert: uh, Trials of Gabriel Fernandez coming up. Oh, <laughs> that was a rough watch. Woo, yeah, it was a rough review too. Yeah. Because like I had it on the list, and I'm like, I feel like people wouldn't watch it because I don't think Netflix did a good job of. Telling you what it was. I feel like it time, came out before. It came out before quarantine. We, yeah. I started watching it. I think I got you guys to watch it too. Yeah. And it's just like everybody should watch it. And here's who shouldn't, by the way. Here's all the trigger warnings that you should have before going in. But here's why you should watch it yeah. if you want to watch it. And it's more of like, uh, hey, I watched 30 documentaries. Here's five that I thought were worthwhile. Yeah. And if you if this sounds like better detail than what you're going to get from a trailer. Well, maybe maybe uh, depending on how long uh, we continue quarantine, we we should uh, also think about uh, things that we could suggest to people as like, here's a bunch of things that are on Netflix that both of us have like and think you should watch if you've never seen. Yep. I'm down for that. I'm I got fingers crossed. If you've never seen Zodiac, it's on Netflix. Go watch it. Like 100 percent. Go watch Zodiac. Uh, but I got my fingers crossed for Tenet. I'm really hoping Tenet does go to streaming because yeah. I would really love this. I, I want some new blockbuster movie. Yeah. That I can watch. Uh, I'll pay. Was, I'll pay more than 20 for it, too. Yeah. Well, I mean, don't tell him that. But yes, yeah. I would pay more than 20 for that. Uh, but yeah, it's like a Jane Silent Bob reboots where we were last time. Like, eh. yeah. 
That's a major motion picture, I guess. Sure. <laughs> Thanks, Kev. Uh, I mean, but- it didn't have a gaffer, but they had a camera. <laughs> or lights. A lighting, yeah. apparently. There's no lighting department. There was no... Uh, a lot. They, they, there was a lot. Just yeah. like... I just like imagine Kevin Smith like in the front seat with his iPhone, just like go ahead, hit it. <laughs> it's got now. It's got this automatic light detection thing. It'll be fine. In post, it'll be fine. They'll put in lights. <laughs> we'll do it in post. <laughs> Fuck it, we'll do it in post. <laughs> we'll do it live. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, yeah, well, so I think we've done good here today. How about that? Well, uh, we've done something. I don't know if it's good, but as always, you're listening to the O the Anthem podcast, part of the O the Anthem digital network. Uh, what with its upcoming podcast, don't forget, Poop Thoughts. No, wait, what is it? Shit. Poop Ideas. Nah, yeah. damn, what was it? Pooping Ideas. Pooping Ideas. Yeah, yeah. Pooping Ideas. Coming soon. <laughs> I completely forgot about that just this moment. Yeah. Uh, we got to work on Pooping Ideas. Uh, but for Corey, this is Rob. Have a great week, everybody. Hold on. There's going to be some deliberate silence here. Ready? Mm-hmm. Smoke weed every day.